Welcome to the Inspiring Coaches Show, the podcast devoted to inspiring coaches to bring their professional dreams to life by revealing the knowledge, insights, and best practices of other inspiring coaches. I'm your host, Jen Anderson, PCC, early settler of the coaching industry, lover of all things coaching, and what coaching is doing to make the world a better place. So welcome out there. As you know, I love to start every coaching session asking my clients, what can we celebrate from your life? Because I found that that is often a surprising question to them, but it really sets the stage for them to kind of relax into our coaching and come from a different perspective than maybe they brought initially into our sessions. So I've asked you, dear listeners, and I've also asked coaching friends of mine to share things that they're celebrating from their work as a coach. And this week, our celebration comes from Amy, who is an experienced coach in the U.S. And Amy says, this week, I took myself back to the basics of coaching, back into a beginner's mindset. And I really asked myself, where have I come from and where am I going as a professional coach? It put me in a different mindset and I served my clients with a renewed passion and reignited belief in what we do as coaches. So I just want to say, yay, Amy, I'm celebrating with you too. As a more seasoned coach, as we sometimes say, I like to take myself back to those basics too, and it does make a difference. So thank you for sending in your celebration, Amy. And of course, everyone else out there, please feel free to send in a two to three sentence celebration from your work as a coach in the world. And each week I plan to share at least one of those or each episode I share one of those. And so I'd love to share yours. So you can email that to me at jennifer at coaching out of the box, keeping in mind confidentiality, you don't wanna share names or any specifics, but what's something that you'd like to celebrate from your coaching? All right, well, today our guest coach is Lenore Moritz and Lenore is the founder of Momentum and that, in Momentum, she provides executive and business coaching and mindfulness training. She is certified as a professional coach and as a meditation and mindfulness teacher. She's also trained in restorative yoga and Reiki. So Lenore, interestingly enough, had an extensive career as a communications executive at a top global entertainment company, including several of them actually, including NBC Universal. Viacom, UTA, which is United Talent Agency, and Time, Inc. She founded Mom Culture, which gave parents their culture fix through accessible live arts and entertainment events. Lenore has two teen boys and is a Vanderbilt University alum living in NYC. So today, Lenore is ready to chat with me about the role of mindfulness in executive and business coaching engagements. To get you centered on our topic, Lenore has provided us with a quote, there is no wasted time. So while you're pondering that bit of wisdom, we'll take a quick break to hear from our inspiring sponsor, and then we'll be right back with Lenore Moritz. On behalf of all of us here at the International Coaching Group, we thank you for joining us today. Have you been thinking about becoming an ICF certified coach? Reach out to an enrollment coach and ask about our fast track to ICF credential. 
we would welcome the opportunity to support your coaching education journey from beginning to certification and beyond. Remember, every journey begins with a single step, so take the leap. Become an ICF certified coach. Your ACC credential is waiting for you. Welcome back. And again, just as a quick reminder, today we're talking about the role of mindfulness in executive and business coaching engagements with our guest, Lenore Moritz. So hi, Lenore. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, it's just great to be connecting with you again. I really enjoyed um, our our chance to meet. um, I think it was last week, maybe, maybe before that. Um, and just kind of get to know you a little bit. And I'm so glad that you were open to sharing on today's episode. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, good. Well, okay. So the first thing I want to ask you about is that quote, there is no wasted time. So what do you mean by that? Yes. What I mean is that we are exactly where we need to be in this moment. And we were exactly where we needed to be in our past moments as well. Everything contributes to our foundation and to who we are. And this is how it translates into real life. So in those moments where we feel like we're just not doing enough, we're wasting our time, maybe we need to reframe that to see that it's exactly the pause we need in that moment. So sometimes we need to take some stillness, some quiet, we need to hibernate so that we can regroup and re-energize. And you know, same thing with things that we see as mistakes. If we've learned from the mistakes, they're not wasted moments either. So everything is a build. And you know, when I talk to somebody, when I have a client who wants to pivot into a new role or even pivot industries, and they often come thinking they just don't have the right skill sets. But when we explore it, we realize that they're not giving themselves the credit, right? We don't give ourselves enough credit for all the things that we have done and that we have accumulated. And so again, even if we want to make pivots that are pretty big, there is no wasted time. And so we should, you know, reframe it also to think, well, you know, maybe I should have gotten into that other profession way earlier, or maybe I should have started taking yoga when I was 22. But the reality is you did it when you did it, and it may not have had the same meaning in your life if you started something when you were 22, let's say, instead of 42. So you didn't waste time. You were busy doing the things that mattered to you or you were resetting for something else. Um, So that's the idea of no wasted time. Everything builds upon something else. And sometimes we just need to reframe our experiences to see that. That is really interesting. As you were talking about, there were a couple of things. So you talked about pivoting and I do want to talk to you about the major pivot that you made. Um, also, I kind of want to say that, that, that piece about things building on each other, you know, I think that shows up in coaching in general, um, the, the coaching conversation, um, sort of builds as you ask a client, a question and they answer it, the next question comes from their answer. And it really, there's that sense of building within that and, and session over session, Ideally, they build on each other towards the overall goal that the client has for the engagement. I'm already beginning to see the the link here with with this topic of mindfulness, and there is no no waste of time. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, so that pivot piece, um, I know this is something that that we talked about and you wanted to share. So you had a major pivot from a successful career as an executive into becoming a coach. And so what, what prompted that? What would you like to share? 
Yeah, well, uh, many years ago, some friends of mine who know me for a long time, friends from college, said to me, um, we think that you're, you're a coach, like the way you talk to us and the way you listen. And it really, honestly, it did not mean anything to me at that time. I had no idea really what coaches did. Um, and so cut to a few years later, and it somehow kind of circled back for me. And I decided that I would take a coaching program so that for me, it would become just another tool in the toolbox, or so I thought. I was working with a lot of C-suite people. I was working with heads of divisions. I was leading my own teams as well. And so a lot of what I realized I was doing was coaching, like didn't matter what the title of that person was, it, it really involved a lot of the same things, listening, unpacking things, boiling things down a little bit, you know, focusing the, you know, the scope, um, and then kind of, you know, who do you want to present out there? And so I realized that a lot of what I was doing was kind of that. So when I did my coaching program, it really was to just gain more tools to use in my work life. And as I started coaching with people, I realized I really love this and it feels really good to me. Like it feels very natural and it feels very rewarding. I was also already teaching mindfulness because I've been a long, long time, like 20 plus years meditation and mindfulness practitioner. So I was already teaching that. And uh, I just about, you know, I just realized that this is something I had to go into full time and it was just going to be my path towards the future. I also thought, how could I coach with people and, you know, try to help them kind of progress, but not really be fulfilling that in my own life. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> I needed to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I, I made that pivot and it's, it's been great. And I, I haven't looked back, but I have been able to, as I was talking about no wasted time, I have definitely been able to build upon the foundation that I had as a communications executive. Mm, okay, so there's that building again, right? Yeah. <clears throat> that theme of it, yeah. Okay, well, thank you for walking your talk. I think <laughs> that's something that every coach needs to be thinking about. You know, integrity is so important in our profession and, and the things that you take a stand for, you need to be engaging with in your own life. And, and I really heard that in, in the message that you have within, within that share. Um, so you are trained and skilled in both mindfulness and meditation. And that was something I wanted to ask you about, because I think those terms sometimes get used interchangeably by people who don't really know what the difference is. And so I think it might be helpful for some of our, our listeners out there to hear you kind of share what's the difference between those and anything else that you want to say about it, how it relates to coaching. Yeah, for sure. So mindfulness is about being aware and being present in this moment. So to me, you know, the way I teach it is that there are many ways into mindfulness. So it could be through meditation, but it all it could also be through a mantra. It could be through some breathing. It could be through like, I, I this is an interesting one where you could maybe like wear even like a, a bracelet or something that kind of snaps and like, you snap it to get to this present moment. Mm -hmm. um, it can be something where you write down a word, one word that you just look at for a minute. So there's so many ways to get here right now and to kind of stop this like mind shutter and all the noise that we have and the what ifs and the if onlys and all of those things. And so mindfulness encompasses 
all of those things. And these are just different techniques to bring us to mindfulness. Got it. <clears throat> so interesting that you talk about the clasp on a bracelet. So I have this, it's actually a necklace that I was wanting to wear as a bracelet more. Yeah. And I have this special clasp that I wanted to use on it. But just like right before we started recording and my little technique didn't work. My little class didn't work. And now I'm thinking, okay, there may have been a deeper message within that around. <laughs> okay. So I know I sound a little crazy, but it's interesting because that snapping of the bracelet was something that I heard from a, a sports uh, coach and not like, you know, somebody who works with athletes actually from a, more of a psychological place and that was such a meaningful thing because it's like if you're on the field and you have no time to do a mantra or whatever that idea was to snap the bracelet and get back into your zone mm. yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so okay well I'm gonna pay attention for what pops through about the message <laughs> with a very visceral experience I had right before we started talking um, okay. So thank you very much, because I think that's really helpful for everyone to know. And it sets the context for some more of the questions that I was thinking I might want to ask you. So we'll, we'll kind of dive in and see, um, what you have to say about this. So what I pulled out is that there's different tools or techniques that you use as a coach in support of your coaching clients around mindfulness. So I was hoping maybe you could share a little bit more about what does it really look like to incorporate the mindfulness, especially within your niche market of executives and business. Right. Owners. Right. Well, it, it's a little more subtle. That's one thing. Okay. <laughs> some people, some people aren't as open to that idea, although more and more are, you know, which is so interesting because, because I teach both, I have some visibility into kind of the, the growing interest in mindfulness in the workplace, which is a really good thing. Um, so it is usually more subtle, but I find that what, you know, people who are, you know, have a mission with their careers, they are very much a doers, right? They're always moving forward and they're, they don't want to stop. And so this idea of taking a pause which is a very, you know, it's it's a coaching idea and it's also a mindfulness idea. Take a pause so that you can see the landscape, you can assess, you can figure out what your priorities are, and then you can move forward with intention. So everything I just said is something that could work in a coaching session and something that could work in a mindfulness session. So you can see how those things are very interrelated. Um, so I do, you know, when I'm working with a client, I will, you know, kind of say, it's okay to hold on. It's okay to slow down and let's mm. figure out where you want to go. And it's just giving somebody that permission because they don't, you know, these are people with a, who really are driven. They don't think it's okay to slow down. So you're mm. giving them permission in the coaching session. Again, I think it's something that a lot of coaches do innately anyway, but with my, with my mindfulness training, I do try to weave it in and, you know, allow for it. Got it. Interesting. So you said that, that maybe in the beginning, they're a little bit more resistant and then what happens over if they are open to it and you're using the possibility more with them, what happens over time? 
Well, what they're resistant, not so much to, they're not resistant to this idea of let's just take a pause so that we can move forward. You know, right. they get that if we're in the right. middle of a decision. What's a little more resistant is, and I and I gauge this a little bit, sometimes I will ask if they want to start with a few breaths. Sometimes I will ask, though that's really much more overt. So some people, and I'm very careful about who I will, you know, broach that with. Um, but that can be, you know, sometimes they're a little bit more resistant to it. Although actually most people are like, sure, I'll take a few breaths. Why not? I mean, <laughs> I'm breathing anyway. I'll just breathe a little deeper um, and more with more intention. But it's, it is something that I think people are getting more used to now. And, mm. you know, see how I'm being hired by some companies to come in and do, you know, a monthly mindful session. Um, so it is something that people are more open to. But there really are so many parallels with this idea of the bottom line is it's all about awareness, right? It's all about let's slow down, let's be intentional with how to move forward, how to manage somebody, how to have executive presence. All of, yeah. Mm, so you just listed a bunch of really interesting things. Um, even just that, and I, you said it kind of lightly, but um, it's all about awareness. One of our competencies is evoking awareness. Yeah kind of make it a connection there between this opportunity to help them be more mindful, just slow down, pause with kind of almost what is sort of a goal of coaching, which is to evoke that awareness cool. and then use that awareness to, to facilitate their, their growth, yeah. the bigger picture. You said you're careful who you broach it with, I think was your language. What are some things you take into consideration with that? Well, I, first of all, I, I usually want to develop a relationship with them mm. <laughs> um, just to kind of understand a little bit more about, you know, it's not necessarily something I would do in some of our first sessions together. Um, it is, it's what's interesting. This is a, a you know, real world example just from last week. I was at a conference where I was doing coaching. There was a chief marketing officer lounge. And I was offering coaching there two slots a day for the four days of this conference. So people could sign up and I had no idea who they were beforehand. I didn't have any information. And I did do it with two people out of the eight because they came and they sat down with me and they looked really harried. Like they just looked like they had been running around and doing their networking or going to panels or whatever it was. And I just, it's like you use your, your gut, right? Your instinct. And I just said, would you like to do, a, would you like to start with a minute of just slowing down and doing a little breathing, or doing an arrival meditation? Um, and they both took me up on it. But I think that was because I, I could really sense, you know, in person with them, I could really get their energy was, I could really use it. Like, let's just calm down for a moment and then dive into whatever it is you want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Okay. So with that said, I, I want to acknowledge that, that when we connected to do this recording, right before we pushed record, I said to you, you know, sometimes what happens is I'll get started and I'll goof and I'll need to start over. So don't be surprised if that happens. And then I said, well, what if she took me through a little mindful this exercise before, I wonder if it would make a difference. And so you did. 
And look what happened. I didn't need to start over. There you go. You were very present in the moment. I really was. And I could feel the difference inside myself with that. And, and you, you said it was an arrival meditation. It was very brief, but it was really calming and centering because, you know, I get excited about these things, not really nervous, but excited. Like I'm really curious. And I was really, you know, I knew we were going to have fun with this conversation. So I just, you know, wanted to share with you that that was really actually very powerful and to share with everyone that it was short. But it really brought that sense of, of um, being centered for me. That's great. Because that's, that yeah. is definitely you know, the mission of it, right? That's, and, I, and I will say that that short, like that brief, even those brief moments. So that's how I used it in my own work experiences. Mm -hmm. So it, it really helps you not just slow down, but when you slow down and you can become more intentional, you're controlling your reaction. Mm -hmm. So you know, when we've all been in meetings, when something kind of like ignites us, right? We're like, no, that's not justified or that's not okay. And you kind of want to lunge out and speak out like right away, kind of impulsively. And mm -hmm. I used it a lot in, in moments like that where I just, okay, I don't really love what's happening, but let me take a breath. And you can do that in the middle of the meeting because people don't notice what you're doing. And let me take a breath or let me do, you know, like there's different hands, things that you can kind of tact, tact in a tactile way, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. fingers, each finger, one at a time, you know, whatever it is that makes you just like calm down, slow down so that you can actually be in control of, you know, what your next step is, what your reaction is, or, you know, getting to this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's funny every time you've said the word breathe, just woven into the, what you're sharing, I take a breath and it's like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. <laughs> Just let's take a breath. Um, right. All right. Well, that that's really helpful to, to think about what are some different like easy tools um, that we can be using. So, so Lenore, I want you to, to think about one piece of wisdom that you'd most like to leave us with as we as coaches um, rise to the challenge of bringing more mindfulness to what we're doing as coaches. So what's your wisdom? Yeah, I think that I've um, kind of always held on to this idea of trust yourself. And maybe you use, you can interchange that with believe in yourself. But when you, you know, what, whatever it is, when you're making a pivot in your career, when you're making a pivot, if you've, you know, you know, maybe you're somebody who's going from, you know, having kids in the house to empty nuts or like whatever your pivot, whatever your transitional moment is, where you're a little uncertain, this idea of trusting in yourself or even in, in coaching, you know, your first coaching sessions, you're not that confident yet, but you just have to believe in yourself, right? I trust myself and I'm going to go for it. And, you know, I like to couple that with why not me, right? So if you ever ask yourself in the, those moments, like why me, you know, why would somebody want to believe that I can do this. Well, why not me? Right. I, I'll trust myself first. If I don't trust myself, why should anybody else? But yeah. Oh, beautiful. And, and you know, that's really helpful too, because I know that some of the people who are listening to this are contemplating maybe whether they want to be coaches and embark on a coach training program of, of some kind. Um, so, so that's, I just think that's really powerful to, to ask yourself those things and keep that in mind and be mindful within it yeah beautiful so Lenore I'm curious what's your next stretch 
So, so that idea of stretch is so interesting to me because, um, you know, I've never been like a, I'm going to do this in five years person either. So I don't, I guess I don't see it as much of a stretch as I think of it as part of the continuing evolution. And what do I want to do? What mm -hmm. do I want as part of those experiences? So um, I do think, so last week I mentioned this conference that I was at. And I also led a panel uh, discussion on, on human connection in the workplace. So more of those kinds of panels, more of those kinds of speaking opportunities, I think those are the kinds of experiences I would love to evolve, you know, as I evolve, have more of those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Well, and that fits with what you said earlier about building and things building, moments building on each other. Uh, so great job again, walking your talk, <laughs> being an example of that, uh, really inspiring. Um, okay. So there may be coaches out there who'd like to reach out to you, find out a little bit more. So what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, well, they can reach me on LinkedIn, um, which is my name, Lenore Moritz, which are, is probably written in the, the title of this episode mm -hmm. so you can see that and see how to spell my name, but LinkedIn and my business URL is this momentum. So it's T-H-I-S momentum, M-O-M-E-N-T-U-M.com. So this momentum.com. And my email for that business is Lenore, L-E-N-O-R-E at this momentum.com. Perfect. And I just got it. It's a little pun too. this moment, this momentum. It's, yes, thank you. <laughs> well, because I like I certainly would have taken moments, momentum.com, but that was taken. So I did actually play with this idea of this moment. And my kind of tagline, if you will, is momentum begins with a moment. So that idea mm -hmm. is, you know, it's everything. I really believe in it. So yeah. That's very clear that you really believe in all of this and and that and in, in and of itself is inspiring. I think But you know, the goal of the show is for people to find what's inspiring them um, and hopefully seeing what inspires other coaches, you know, and how, how we got to where we got to. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for, for being willing to share um, with me, with all of our listeners, what it is that you're up to as a coach. It just so fun to get to talk to you. I'm, I'm going to take a quick break, but I'm hoping you can hang around for just a, another second. Um, but when we come back, I'm going to share with everyone how you can apply to be a guest on the Inspiring Coaches show. Um, so we will be right back. Hello. On behalf of all of us here at the International Coaching Group, we'd like to thank you for joining us today. We hope you are enjoying the Inspiring Coaches show. This podcast is just one example of the many resources and tools we offer. If you are looking for an ICF accredited coach educator, look no further. Our flagship 555 Coaching Skills Training Program has been taught to over 45,000 people in over 38 countries. Our signature fast track to ICF credential program has been one of the many reasons both individuals and corporations worldwide have chosen the International Coaching Group to support their coaching skills training. Imagine the impact you could make as a coach educator. The power to inspire, motivate, and transform is within your reach. Please reach out to an enrollment coach today. It would be our sincere pleasure to support your coaching needs. All right. So I promised when we came back that I would share how you can apply to be a guest. So the Inspiring Coaches Show is looking for inspiring guests. If you're interested in joining me on the show, you can send an email to jennifer at coachingoutoftheBox.com. 
and include your topic idea and a short blurb on how you think it will inspire coaches to bring their professional dreams to life. So as we all know, inspired coaches believe in expressing gratitude. And so thank you so much today for being here today, Lenore. You're, you are delightful and who you are as a coach shines through um, can, constantly through you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It, this was great. And uh, thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. It's really fun. All right. Well, hopefully we'll stay in touch too, um, because I'd like to build on the connection that we have. Um, and I do want to thank some more individuals and people. Um, so the International Coaching Group, most first and foremost for being our sponsors and um, and and allowing me this opportunity to connect with really cool people and talk about their coaching. Um, I also want to thank Lucy through um, the International Coaching Group because she does a lot of work behind the scenes, making sure that this podcast comes to life and is available to everyone. Um, and so thank you, Lucy, for your great attitude and that you are an inspiration to me as well. Um, and so I just would like to say until next time, I'm Jenny Anderson, and this is the Inspiring Coaches Show. We'll see you next time. <music>